Hello and welcome to another episode of Altitude, where we talk to founders of future high-flying companies in Latin America. I'm your co-host, Brian Reckworth. And I'm your co-host, Tommy Rogio. Today, our guest is Catherine Castillo, co-founder of Navor. Kate is a founder of rowing, CrossFit, extreme sports, and meditation. It's all about that balance. Originally from Bogota, her commitment to personal and professional growth led her to complete programs in Harvard, Columbia, UC Berkeley, become a Kaufman Fellow, and of course, a Latitude Fellow. Kate has been in fintech for about 10 years. She's worked for growth for a neobank in Colombia, in product for a banking as a service company, and as a country manager for one of the biggest global payment providers. Now, as co-founder and CEO of Neighbor, she's simplifying payments and building a digital ecosystem for the more than 2.2 million condominiums and apartment buildings in Latin America. Kate, great to have you on the Latitude podcast. Welcome to Altitude. Hi, Toby and Brian. Thank you so much for having me here. You're welcome. Kate, why don't you start telling us a little bit in a few words, what is Neighbor? Okay, well, what we are doing is that we are building the carta of the property management. So instead of connecting like employees, founders, and investors, we are connecting like residents, property owners, and building managers in one single platform. Awesome. Talk about this challenge that you're solving, and especially why are you solving this problem, and why is this especially interesting in Latin America? Okay, well, what we have seen is like there is a lot of inefficiencies because of the lack of technology and cash-based transactions, especially in condominiums. So what we have seen in one side is like over 40% of the population that lives in condominiums, they don't have a good way or technology to connect and see what's going on in the residential community or apartment building. So in one side, you have like the building managers managers or property management companies. They don't have technology. They handle everything in WhatsApp and in Excel. So it's pretty inefficient and they basically have the team of a multinational company to handle the whole thing. And when you see the other side, which is the resident side, you cannot find like a resident that is happy with the way how, on how the building is being managed. So um, we are trying to solve that problem because we want to elevate the resident experience. And in parallel, we want to help to reduce operating costs for property management companies or building managers in the region. That's great, Kade. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how did your personal journey lead you to being an entrepreneur with Naver? Cool, sure. I work for 10 years in the fintech and tech industry, like Brian said, in like neobanks, like fintech companies. So inside of those companies, I have always started like projects from scratch. I really love to move things forward to see how you can change things like with technology. So I have had that entrepreneurial spirit inside of myself. However, my co-founders, Paola and Oscar, they started like this project. They both are engineers with a master's degree in computer science. So then they saw the opportunity and started to call the idea. But then the project like was growing a lot, scaling, but they mispriced like the product and they didn't have like a clear like go-to-market strategy. So then I was advising the product for like over a year. And then I was so passionate about what we were building, how everything was like unleashing, that I decided to join the project like full time. So this is how like everything started. It started, it's been like amazing what we have achieved so far, but this is just the beginning of what we are building. I think that's a great example. A lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs 
they underestimate the distribution and how important that is for a startup. You can build the best product, but if you can't get people to use it, you can't get distribution for that product, you have challenges. So it, it sounds like it's something that you had some experience and, and a perspective probably that complemented your co-founders. And that's an important part of, of growth, right? So Kate, how do you think Neighbor complements other prop tech and fintech players in the region? Okay, well, in the prop tech space, there are like different verticals that you, you have seen are exploding. Like in the real estate transaction process, as an example, we have like Quinto Andar, La House, Aptunos, and we are trying or we would like to collaborate with them as we gather so much data once we are in the condominium. So I have all the information about the renters, property owners. So we believe that we can unleash opportunity with all of those stakeholders like in that space. On the other side of the PropTech space is like we have seen a lot of like alternative living uh, startup solutions working on um, co-livings, like long-term rentals. And indeed, we are working with them um, we already have clients in Mexico and Colombia that are using Neighbor to handle the whole operation of the co-living. So those are some examples in the PropTech space. And on the FinTech space, we are indeed working with banks already throughout the region, developing like fint uh, products for those condominiums. And also we are helping residents to make payments in a very easy way. Currently, most of the residents, they need to make payments in cash in a branch office. So we help them to pay with different like payment methods like uh, debit or credit cards and in a very easy way. That's amazing, Kate. So you raised a uh, 1.5 million seed round a few months ago. Brian was an angel investor there. Could you tell us anything about that fundraising experience and especially how are you planning to use those funds? That was amazing. I have to say that it was my first experience, uh, but I, I was super lucky of having like really good people on board and angel investors. So I had like um, the Bilbao um, like siblings working on, on that, like Miguel McAllister and others, uh, angels that were like supporting us. So at the end, it was amazing. I am like pretty um, grateful for all the investors and supporters that I have right now in the cup table. Um, but besides that, what we are going to do with, with that um, money is like we are going to invest that in two things. The first one is product development. We believe on some on something that the Airbnb founder says that that is like love creates growth. So the more your users love your product, you are gonna gonna grow like faster. So we are gonna invest a lot of on that on product development. But on the other side, we are gonna invest on market expansion, specifically for the Mexican market. We already are doing our our soft landing. And then we are going to focus all of our resources here. That's great. You're in Mexico right now, which is, uh, it's obviously, a, you know, we talked about this before the podcast where I started in Colombia and I ended up going to Brazil. Your roots are in Colombia as well. And, you know, you're, you're in Mexico, which is another very large, largest Spanish speaking market. What's one piece of advice that you can share with other founders? Um, I believe you need to learn how to market your business, which is something that you mentioned a little bit earlier. You can have a great idea, a great product, you know, but if you, you are not able to convince like your clients 
your investors and people around you on how the world is going to change when, once people is using your product. And then if you cannot convey like that vision in a great way, you are not going to get no clients, no investors, no money like on board to develop your project. So I, I will advise to, to other founders to really focus on how to market your business and how to convey your idea in a really good way. Yeah, it's super important. The clarity of thought is so critical. It's one of the things that I, when I had Enrique, founder of Brexon, you know, the podcast, he talked about the importance of clarity of thought. And he's one of those really clear, crisp kind of communicators. And that's an absolutely fundamental part of, of conveying the vision. What would you say is one word that exemplifies entrepreneurship for you? I'll say grit, because as an entrepreneur, you need to have a courage, resilience, endurance, and and self-awareness, and, and I will say that that grade implies all of those things, and this is something that you need to have when you are like starting a business. It's a tough like process, and then you need to be and make sure that you are going to be able to make it happen. Uh, so for me, that's super important. Grit. I identify with the word grit a lot. Thanks so much, uh, Kate. Keep flying high and vamos la tam. Thank you so much, Brian and Tommy. It's great to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Running the leading startup community in Latin America costs money, but some people are taking notice. So I want to take a minute to thank our early supporters. At Viva Real, we were an early customer of Zendesk. Other companies like Nubank, Loft, RD Station, they all use Zendesk to keep their customers happy. Zendesk for Startups offers Zendesk software for customer service and sales for free for six months. To learn more, head to Zendesk.com slash startups. Also, we're really happy to inform that Latitude Fellows now have access to a ton of extra exclusive benefits on top of the six months free, thanks to Zendesk's support of our community. Go to Latitude.com to learn more about the Latitude Fellowship and apply. I learned the hard way that lo barato sale caro. If I had worked with Gunderson from the beginning, maybe our company wouldn't have had to pay $100 million in unnecessary taxes because of our corporate structure. We're lucky to have their support along with Kerry Olson and Bronstein Zilberberg in developing one of our first products, Latitude Go. We want the process of incorporating companies in Latin America to be 10 times cheaper and twice as fast. If you're starting a venture-backed company, you can check it out at go.latitude.com. I've been banking with Silicon Valley Bank for over a decade as one of their first customers in Latin America. They're committed to the region and have made great introductions over the years. We want to thank them for their support of Latitude. To learn more, visit svb.com.